rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, all right. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the Right Side of History, Decency, Dignity, Democracy, Humanity. Thank you so much. We meet here every Friday evening from 8.30-ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Tarabuster Facebook and YouTube channels and other places like rockfin.com. We're on there, too, believe it or not. And we... uh, hang out and we have a good time on Friday nights just chilling out talking about the disaster of living in the last days of the American Republic surrounded by Trump and Z traders and uh, what we're going to do about it you know we're not going to go quietly into that dark fascist hellhole of a night Um, We have a lot of work to do, so thank you so much. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I want to also thank the sponsor, Tara Buster's great sponsor and supporter, Charlie from APS Radio News. Charlie runs a site called APS Radio News. This show is also hosted or featured on there and hosted, I guess hosted, that's the right word. Uh, along with some other independent media voices, not, not necessarily liberal media voices. So Charlie likes to keep it uh, open and an open discussion going, and I appreciate that. I, I, I certainly appreciate being part of the conversation. So check out APS Radio News and say hi to Charlie because he's a great guy and tell him that Tara sent you. All right. So let's see. I also, sorry guys, I got it. I know there's a lot of plugs happening in this first half. I don't know, first couple of minutes here. Uh, thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you so much, Jim. As always, helping me out, putting the cover charge on the table. It it means a lot uh, emotionally as well as practically. And thank you, River, for your very generous and uh, very much appreciated super chat thank you river you're amazing river says keep the great talks going love you tara i love you too river and this is one of the reasons i love doing this show as much as i sometimes complain about it too but i i love the show because i've met you guys you know we've built a little bit of a little little community here and I, I don't take that for granted. I cherish it. So thank you. That and guys, that's not the producer behind us right now. The producer is in the bedroom. That's Boo Boo the rescue. He looks like the producer. I get them confused because they're both orange. But this is this is the cat that was. Uh, he was not a planned rescue. I guess that's not how they go anyway. For the most part. Um, he, somebody dumped him. He was starving. It was, it's pretty, it's pathetic. It was horrible. He's, uh, he was, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. We got him just in time. He was severely anemic, which is a sign of, as far as I know, that his, his organs were shutting down. So he was out there a long time, unable to fend for himself because somebody, Somebody 
had him. He 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 grew up he with humans, and he never learned how to survive outside. Then somebody put him outside and let him. It's like if somebody puts us outside in the woods, and we don't know what we're doing. We would struggle and starve too. So it's the same thing with them. So God, I can't take it. He's doing good though. He's a good boy, and. He will. He has a home already waiting for him, but he needs to be fixed. He has some gastro issues going on because of his his uh, condition when he was found. Uh, all right, I'll give you the reports on Monday. He's going to the vet, so I'll give you the reports. Hopefully, we get some good reports. I'm just I'm worried about his. I don't want why why do I don't want to say the word diarrhea. I don't know. That's what he has. It's pretty bad. And, but otherwise he's fine. I just got to get that under control. And hopefully it's not a sign of something else. Hopefully it's just a sign of his system coming back online somehow. And uh, and it's going to take a, mo- a minute. All right. Well, so we, we, we hung out last night um, on the Tarabuster weekday. So we were discussing a few things. Oh, the uh, this sham impeachment that w- is a joke, and it's getting widely panned, but and rightfully so, it's even getting panned by the right wingers. But um, as people on the chat, I noticed uh, make made mention of the passing of Diane Feinstein, and yeah, it's, I it sucks. I I mean I don't know you know what do I say about Diane Feinstein the uh, I don't I I do appreciate the trailblazer that that she was and without uh, but then you got to think without Diane Feinstein we wouldn't have a perjury trader green uh, and of course but we wouldn't have any other female in the uh you know in government in our well whatever you know what I'm trying to say and. I also, it's a shame, you know, that she, she, you know, she was a corporate dem. What are you going to say? Whatever. Uh, she's, you know, rest in peace. And she worked good for her. You know, she kept going. Um, I, she got on my nerves with the whole Amy Coney Barrett. That really stuck in my craw. When she when she complimented Lindsey Graham on how what a, that it was the best hearing she'd ever been to, or she'd ever been a participant of, which is in, in itself, I guess you could take that as a mark of her mental decline, right? Because excuse me, you you realize she he's shoving. Moscow Mitch is shoving this unqualified handmade zealot. Well, is she unqualified? Well, uh, compared to Justice Katanji Brown Jackson, yes, she's unqualified. Uh, she's a loyalist. Her gift is a lifetime position on the Supreme Court to drag us back to times we thought we left in history's trash bin. That's her role. And also funny, funnel mon- money. Why can't I talk? funnel money to the top um, into hands of people who will never spend it in a thousand lifetimes and that that's their that's their role their role is to fundamentally not just fundamentally but effectively destroy democracy 
turn the uh, but but turn the clock back to pre-American Revolution, where the rich ran and ran and owned everything, and everybody else knew their place. But can but keep the trappings of America. You know, keep all the the eagles and the stars and the and the uh, the big giant made in China flags and everything. So. Yeah, so other than that, whatever. I don't know. Rest in peace. I hope that and I, I mean all day with the with the eulogizing of Diane Feinstein all over the corporate media, of course it was it was like, okay, enough already. Um but I do hope that people say nice things about me when I die. So and I'm looking at you on the chat. Uh, and whatever. All right. I'm sure they will. I'm sure you will. All right. Uh, let's see. What else am I going to say? Oh, let, well, let me just, I don't even know. I got a few things we want to talk about. It's kind of, it's going to be a terror buster tonight because I have, I want, I want to get to the Donald Trump Jr. railing about his, uh, you know, what happened in New York with, him uh, with the Trump organization being um, the judge de- doing a summary judgment on the on the Trump crime family about all of their their lifetime of cons and grips. But in the spirit, was since we're talking about Diane Feinstein, I just wanted to play this clip of this really got on my nerves. Though. It's not Diane Feinstein herself. I hope I have it now that I'm fucking. Oh, what? Let me see. Um, it's Kennedy. You know the 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 Oxford educated corn 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 pone, whatever you call it. <laughs> he he likes you know he's like a marble mouth. Oxford educated, you know, fake. Oh, shucks, ma'am. What the hell? Wait a minute. Why do I do this? This is what I'm saying. You gotta become a patron. Otherwise, we're in trouble here, ladies and gents. All right, we're back. We're back. Actually, I'm gonna. I'll play it off the screen since I can't find a fucking movie that I actually. I'm sorry for cursing. I gotta stop that. Like my mother. This is what I'm saying. It doesn't work. Nothing. Violence never works. It really doesn't. Where did I get this? This language from? Where that's? I I learned it from you, Ma. Right. Where else would I learn it? I don't know what's going on, but one of my cats is up to something, and I don't like it. I can hear something happening. I thought I separated them well enough, but there's a box out there, and I think they're having fun with the box, which is fine. That's fine. That's what the box is there for. All right, hold on. Here it is. Here it is. I'll play it off the screen. Whoops. 
I had the pleasure of serving with Senator Feinstein. Let me start it from the beginning. On the Judiciary Committee. Um, I also served with Diane on the Appropriations Committee. In fact, I guess I don't need to rewind we it. We were just make it longer if I do. Let's see. Can you hear that? Well, now nothing is playing. So. I got too many windows. Uh, served on the Energy and Water Development Subcommittee. Diane was the chair, and uh, I was the ranking member. Um, Order. Senators take their conversations off the Senate floor. Senators recognized. Diane, you, uh, you died with your boots on. And I think that was one of the things she most wanted to do. Senator Feinstein and I didn't agree on much, but she was a delight to work with. Unlike she, you. She, she understood politics and government. Oh, thanks. Especially today. It takes, a, it takes a big heart and a lot of wind and a thick skin. Especially and that's with the especially Republicans. that's true today. And there are some people in this city that uh, didn't want Diane to finish her term. Can you believe it? They, uh, for political reasons. <laughs> political reasons, okay. They tried to chew her up, and they tried to spit her out, and they tried to step on her. Yeah, there you go, They right? couldn't do it. Always got to attack, Diane was divide. tough as a boot. She's tough as a boot. And she wanted to die with her boots on. Well, tell, say boot. As a member of this August body. Say boot again. Tell us about her, how she wanted to die with her boots on. But you see how he's, this is, you know what got on my nerves with this is, of course, he uses Diane Feinstein's death as another opportunity to divide, to attack other members of the august body that he's talking about and saying that people, uh, they wanted to, they were trying to, what, to, what did he say? Chew her up and spit her out? Who was trying to chew her up and spit her out? There was genuine concern for her health. That's what I saw. And the, and the, what got on my nerves with, with this, with him, you know, he's talking about, oh, she understood politics. Well, thank you. Thank you, my lord. Well, yeah, oh, a little lady could understand politics and being in politics for 50 freaking years or more or whatever. And, uh, but what always irritates me, and I guess maybe I suppose it happens with the Democrats too. They talk about how, oh, uh, they're trying to politicize this, but especially the, the Republicans always talking about how, oh, you're just playing politics. Well, what? You're in the... Senate. You're in the Senate of the United States. So, of course, there would be political considerations when in, in regard to um, the, the, the concerns about the health of a member of the Senate. Of course, you're going to consider 
what the political implications of that are and try to make adjustments, arrangements, or try to come up with a strategy. Oh, they wanted to. It's not stepping on people. It's not chewing her up and spitting her out. There, was, there were concerns about her health. She, we saw her. We have eyes. You know, it wasn't like she, she was looking good there a little bit. She had trouble with, uh, she seemed to not know where she was. She seemed to think that, you know, I'm, I'm referring to when um, she was told, she started to speak. And when she should have just said, have said yay or nay. And her aide whispered in her ear to uh, to tell her just to vote yes. And she was like, vote? Vote yes? And the aide says, yes, just say, just say yay. And she goes, yay. You know, it's sad. It's sad. But if anyone was playing politics with Dianne Feinstein's health, her condition, her life, it was the Republicans because they had no consideration for her. They just saw an opportunity to slow down the Judiciary Committee, to slow down the, the confirmation of judges. And, you know, because part of their fascist coup is to corrupt the courts and to shove as many unqualified fascist flunkies into every corner of the judiciary following in the grand tradition of of the of the nazis of their heroes in the 20th century germany so yeah um who was playing politics if the shoe was on the other foot they would sing a different tune and that's what we know you know, the only thing that they are consistent in is their hypocrisy. So for him to it just for him to get up there and talk about how how dare they play politics? It's not playing politics. Um, it's doing your job. You're in politics. You're in the Senate. What are you gonna play? Tiddlywinks? You're gonna play hopscotch? I know the Republicans. They play. They got. They got no. They don't. Like, maybe it is because they actually don't govern. So they're always playing games. So when somebody is is doing the work of politics, they get upset and confused because oh well, well this is politics, right? I mean we're playing a game here, right? As if, for example, when uh, he's talking about how it's like well. What he's trying to say is that you're debasing yourself by um, by considering the political implications of anything, right? You're just debasing yourself. If you think that, um, you know, is Dianne Feinstein okay? Is she going to be able to come back? And because we need to... Um, confirm as many of these judges as possible fast as we can to nullify the negative effects of the fascists who have already done uh, enough damage in the judiciary so you know how much uh, longer is she going to be out and what should we do should should she retire should we appoint somebody else right 
so there's there's nothing wrong with the political implication, but these Republicans, they play this game that as if they're above, they're above the political implications, but everything they do is politics. Like, for example, the clip we played a couple, I, I don't remember exactly, it was a couple weeks ago, whatever, when that they were... When he read the pornography or he read a sex scene from a novel, he took it out of context. It was one of the scenes that, of course, it was gay people having sex or or I don't I never read the book, but they um, one of the panelists pointed out to him that you're reading a what you're reading is not supposed to be erotic. It is a scene of sexual abuse. So. Uh, and he's like, I know that. Does he know that? No, he doesn't. He's reading it to trigger the the dupes who vote Republican. And the other things uh, in regard to that scene that he the, that whole uh, show that he put on by reading the you know the salacious text is uh, uh, chances are kids. Yeah, because they're so concerned about kids. Kids would have, they have um, a a better opportunity encountering that that senator's words, you know, Kennedy's words, than they do the book itself in the library. You know, they're not, if they, unless they seek it out, but they can now go on YouTube or any other, or on this channel or any other channel and listen to this this old cracker playing politics and reading from a book that's supposed to trigger all the dupes, especially the closet, the Republican closet cases into um, getting all twisted and banning books and burning books, you know, as they, as they say, they don't, cause they're so fascist. They don't even, you know, they can't help it. You know, when uh, they say, what are you going to do with all the books you ban? When one of the one of the school, the people in the school boards are like, I don't care what you do. You can burn them because <laughs> they can't help it. It's in them. It's it's inherent. Right. Sorry, I had something in my throat. Um, and so, you know, he's talking about playing politics and uh, it's sort of like how he played politics that time when he was reading, not just reading the the scenes from the book that were going to trigger all the Republican homophobes and self-loathing closet cases, but when he 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 called on that uh, that uh, person who was non-binary, as far as I know, I don't know that their whole backstory, but. When and and we we went into a whole thing about it. We were talking about it because he was like, "Oh no, wait, let me skip over you and go to you." Uh, and he's squinting and cocking his head and uh, miss Mister. Uh, what what are you, Cameron? which is abuse. It was bullying. We saw a senator, a so-called senator of the United States, debase himself and bully 
a a youth who uh, sat there with dignity and grace and and resignation with the, the look on their face like you know I've I've been through this before it was almost it, it seemed like they knew the routine you know that they are yeah uh, I generally have to take this abuse from high schoolers. I never thought I'd be abused by a senator, a grown-ass senator, in front of the American people. But the fact is, he's, he did that. Why? For politics. He did it as a signal to his other dumbasses, to the Republicans. To, it's a way of saying... I am as hateful as you are. I am as vile as you are. You're safe. You're you're in your safe space with me. I, me and you, we all hate the same things. Oh, you hate the same people. So, yeah, there you go. It's right wingers. They have nothing. You see, they have nothing. They can't even put their bullshit on the shelf for a minute to to legitimately and sincerely eulogize one of their colleagues without dragging in the nonsense. It's always an opportunity to drag in their, to advance their political agenda, right? That, so there you go. That's what pissed me off about that. I just can't take these people, really. I really can't. I don't I, because they're vile. Here and speaking of, right before we started the show, I don't know. You know, Trump, the con man, traitor Trump, is going out there, and this is another reason. It, the corporate media is part of the problem. It's like they never learned the lesson of twenty sixteen. Like Les Moonves said, he may Trump may be bad for America, but he's good for CV, CBS. I almost said CVS. I wish it was CVS. Just stay at CVS in the in the stock room. But they, uh, yeah, they're doing it again. Yeah, they're covering him as if he's a legitimate candidate, and not we haven't seen the what what he's up to. You know, calling to cancel the Constitution, calling for the execution of the, of, uh, you know, Mark, um, General Milley, calling for the execution of, uh, of people on M MSNBC and NBC. Call, um, he's a fascist. He's a traitor. He hates America. He's, he hates, uh, I mean, he's, well, this is why he is Putin's favorite puppet, as we were talking about yesterday, because nobody could have done as much damage. Putin could never dream of killing a million Americans in four years. But Trump did it. Trump did it. You know, he could never dream of the of, of sending his troops to storm the Capitol. But Trump did it. Trump did it. He wants to... He he want, Putin would love to take a dump in the Capitol. But Trump and Z's did it. Trump's uh, minions, they did it. So we're not dealing with a uh, a good person. You know, they also they talk about make America great. How are you going to make America great? 
when you you're not even good you're not good people make yourself good first and then you can start maybe working on the country do yourself a this is what i mean go get the help you need take your ass to a shrink Get the help you desperately need instead of inflicting your manias outward on the American people, on the grand experiment, and then you can, you know, join modern society. In the meantime, don't worry, we got this. Liberals, progressives created America. We did. While the right wing, while the cons, while the conservatives pined for the king to trickle on them. They begged for the king, their natural lord, to to rule them. You know, there's nothing more progressive than overthrowing a king and an aristocracy that that ruled Western civilization for 2,000 years. So uh, this is a, a, a progressive initiative. So uh, don't worry, Republicans. We got this. We got it. So we'll be able to function. We, we uh, function in a democracy. We'll take care of it. You're the, this governing thingy is above your heads. It's way over your heads. You're not good at it. You can't do it. You don't want to do it either. Look at what you're doing. You're shutting down the government again for no reason. That's the other thing because they can't help it. They're calling this the, the Seinfeld shutdown because it's about nothing. It's about nothing but hurting the American people. And that's all. And, and they minimize it. They don't have any ideas. They have nothing to offer. The only reason, pe- I don't know why people vote for them, but the, some, the majority, the Trump are in a cult. We know this. They are... They need their cult leader to save them from the scary complex, the scary complex world of others who don't know their place, and they get their entire identity from the con man. So they're not going to bust out of that bubble because they are in a cult. It is very difficult to take to take to deprogram people from a cult. There's no difference, really, between the Trump cult and, like, Scientology or the, or Nexium or, you know, Jim Jones. Because, believe it, if Trump told them to drink, drink the Kool-Aid, They've already drank drank the Kool-Aid figuratively, but if he told them to drink it literally and take their own lives, they would do it. There's no doubt. Some uh, some asshole hung a sign, or I've showed this before when um, I went to the to the first arraignment when Trump was first arrested in New York City for the financial fraud. Was it the fraud? Yeah, yeah. The the there's so many indictments as as I can't keep up. So, um, they were flying all their flags, their stupid flags, and the one of the flags said Trump or death, and 
somebody there must it's one guy i think i don't know if this flag is catching on but i saw this i've seen this guy he's he lives in new york who has this flag i'm not sure if this is a flag that's catching on if a lot of people are flying this flag i might be wrong i'm assuming it's this one person i don't know uh so but anyway they they flew the flag at now i think it was uh Yankee Stadium or something? All of a sudden, somebody unfurled the flag. It was on Twitter, and they were like, oh, my God, they've unfurled a Trump or death flag here. And all I could think is, you promise? Trump or death? Uh, you, don't get me excited here. You promise? Because that would be like a... It doesn't have to be a literal death. It would be a figurative death. Take your ass out. Just take yourself out of the equation. Go. Just go. Go Galt. Go to a desert island. Go to the woods like the Unabomber. Go. Go. Trump or death. Pretty please. Pretty please. Because you're Trump is not going to get elected. And I am not... I'm not... Um jinxing it i i know we keep hearing how he's neck and neck well that's the corporate media's fault too don't well of course we're not going to rest on our laurels but he's he's not gonna i mean look at the headwinds look at what's happening he's vile and um the signs that all the elections that were all these one-off elections that are happening are bending towards normal people and nice to see you mark c on the chat thank you for your super chat republicans or he, mark is nicer than me he said republicans can't even govern themselves much less the rest of us vote them all out that is the truth and i i got the receipts too but here before i continue let's play this 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 just happened before we started the show this is trump he's you know doing a whirlwind tour he needs his narcissistic supply uh, he's the only reason he announced let's 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 remember the only reason he announced his so-called candidacy for the so-called presidency as early as he did is because he was hoping it would stave off all of these indictments thankfully it hasn't and he's a he's you know he's a con man but he needs his not he needs his narcissistic supply so he's going out and he's he's holding these nuremberg rallies and um, all of the the idiots who want to go see him, they are they're equally disgusting as he is. And here's that's the setup. Uh oh, Francis scared me. He jumped into the box again. And we'll stand up to crazy Nancy Pelosi who ruined San Francisco. <laughs> How's her husband doing, by the way? Anybody know? Uh -huh. Funny. And she's against building a wall at our border, even though she has a wall around her house, which obviously didn't do a very good job. That's funny. That's funny. 
funny. You see, it's not... He's a disgusting, filthy parasite. He's the pimple on the ass of the body. He's the infected pimple on the ass, on the cancer, on the scum, on the cancer, on the scum, on the body politic. And we can expect that from him. But who's applauding that? What? What? What is wrong with you? How much, how, how ugly are you? You know, you got to be a real, real dirtbag to think that's funny. You know, to think that um, you're mocking the, the assault of some scumbag. I, I mean, uh, the scumbag who committed the assaults attacking. Um, how old is Paul Pelosi? Let's see, he's, and you know, you talk about uh, a scumbag attacking an elderly man with a hammer and almost killing him, putting him in the ICU. And this prick, these monsters are laughing about that. Now, if the shoe, if anything, the shoe was on the other foot, if, um, if if Donald effing Trump stumped his little shorter than average toes, he'd cry and whine like a little bitch. And everybody, of course, if any if any of the um, if anything similar, if anything happened to any one of these these filthy fascists in any horrible way, and. Of course, it would never happen. I'm talking about Democrats would never mock that. They would never. And if they did, they would be rightfully vilified. But this is what Donald Trump has done to this country. He's He hasn't caused the country to be, or these idiots, to be as disgusting as they are. He has given them permission to come out of the closet and be gross and vile. That's why they're all like, oh, political correctness, wokeness, I hate woke. Everything is because it's uh, being a decent person. That's being woke. They can't keep up. They can't keep up with modernity, with, you know, with civilization. They are disgusting. Oh, my God. Stop with Nicole Sandler on the chat. <laughs> I love Nicole Sandler. Why do you keep asking about Nicole Sandler? Nicole Sandler. Nicole, every, every fucking uh, text here. Uh, Jonathan. Nicole Sandler, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. I love Nicole Sandler. She's great. What am I? What am I? What are we doing about? What about Nicole? Nicole, Nicole. What about her? Tell her to come on the show. Jonathan, you should call her. I, I'm not even saying that. That's not facetiously. Say you should be go on Tara on Tara Buster. I would love to 
do a show with her. I think I was on her show once, actually. Now that I'm saying this. We talked about patriotism. That was a long time ago, though. We were talking about reclaiming patriotism, which is one of my boogaboo. What's not boogaboo? What's the? It's one of the things we talk about on the show. It's one of the topics that it's about time we reclaim patriotism. And because Republicans are not patriots, wearing a stupid star and a and an eagle doesn't make you a patriot. Saying shit like this, saying things like "hardy har har," some uh, elderly man got hit with a hammer in the head and almost died. Ha 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 ha. That's not a patriot. You're you, these people are disgusting. They are disgusting. And that's really the only question uh, or the only frame the corporate media should should view what's going on through. The, the lens should be, what's wrong with these people? Not, hey, what do you think? I mean, this, this is what we were talking about last show. The CNN uh, debate whatever focus group whatever you call it um what do you think what do you like what do you think about trump who who do you think is gonna beat him what's gonna happen you like did you vote like all these trump voters when the only question to them should be what's wrong with you what's wrong with you i'll be right back What do you think? What do you know? Blah, blah, blue. Friggin' focus group? The f- you gotta focus. Why don't you take them into group therapy? Forget the focus group asking them. Who do you, who's your candidate? Well, I like DeSantis. Um, he, what, what, what do you like about him? He's a book banner. He's a book burner. He's a fascist. He's a showman. He treats people like dirt. His country, his uh, his state, is a joke. He puts he puts con men in positions of authority. He's he doesn't care who dies. You know he has an ab- abhorrent rate of uh, COVID death in Florida, especially after the vaccine, because he discouraged people from getting the vaccine and he's doing it again. He wants to kill the people of Florida. He doesn't care who dies. He's a he's just he's just a horrible person. And everybody can see it except them, because I guess they have to be um you know, they got to be validated in their horribleness. He allows Nazis to to rally. I guess, I mean, what are you going to do? But he says nothing about the, the them. He doesn't condemn them. You know, Nazis rallying outside of Disneyland. He likes that. He goes after Disney. Disney. What a tough guy, right? What a tough guy. They're so tough, Republicans. Meaning they're they're weak, like 
justice, not justice, uh, like Senator Kennedy picking on a, a young person who comes to testify before the Senate, bullying that person, degrading that, or trying. He didn't degrade them. He degraded himself. But this is who they are. Horrible, horrible bullies who always pick on people who are powerless. What is what is that young person supposed to do to Kennedy? He's got no power. He uh, now try to do that, Kennedy. Um, try to do that to your billionaire benefactors, right? Do that to Trump. Do that to somebody who, uh, you know, has some. S- some money and power. Not that Trump won. Trump is the weakest, brokest bitch going. But you know, they're afraid of, they're they're afraid of uh, being primaried or the MAGA morons turning on them because they're a bunch of violent mobsters and and coup plotters and coup, uh, and they're insurrectionists. They're all, they're just horrible through and through. But this is Republicans, you know, they're, oh, Jesus this, Jesus that, while they kick down on the powerless, kick up uh, and kiss up to the powerful. Everything Jesus told them to do, right? The the joke, they're such, ugh. They have nothing. They bring nothing to the table but ugliness. And I'm I'm frankly sick of it. I know we all are sick of it, but the country is sick from it. And I don't know how much long we're gonna take it. I really like the the freshman Democratic representatives like Jasmine Crockett, like Representative Moskowitz. These stars. There are others the the they that are doing they're they're just kicking ass and they're doing such a great job unapologetically unapologetically and that's how you got to do it and what do the republicans have they have nothing they that sham impeachment inquiry was a joke and even the republicans themselves Knew it. Yes, Maxwell Frost is amazing. They're all they're they're great, and I love that they they mock them. They bring the receipts. They bring charts. They they talk about them. They they make it. You know, they talk about them like the jokes that they are, and that's what they are. It's like, well, here's AOC from. From the the so-called the sham impeachment inquiry, calling out Byron Donalds, you know, because it was all it was supposed to be about the um, it was supposed to be about evidence, right? Evidence. We got your evidence right here. I presented up on this earlier today. One of our colleagues, a gentleman from Florida, presented up on this screen something that looked, appeared to be a screenshot of a text message containing or insinuating an explosive allegation. 
Jim Biden says, this can work. You need a safe harbor. I can work with your father alone. It'll probably take several months and everybody can read the text. Ms. O'Connor, Mr. Dubinsky, if you saw text messages like this between the president's brother Unreal. and the president's son, wouldn't you be concerned about them trying to give plausible deniability for the president of the United States to not have any knowledge of said business dealings? Unreal. It's worth Gentlemen's time's expired, but please answer the question. It's worth please. investigating. That screenshot of what appeared to be a text message was a fabricated image. <laughs> it was a fabricated image. I don't know. Oops, sorry. Dealings. It's worth Gentlemen's time's expired, but please answer the question. Please. It's Do worth investigating. Answer. That screenshot. I was trying to find the one where they had a split screen. A text message was a him. fabricated image. It was a fabricated image. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it was the staff of the committee, but it was not the actual direct screenshot from that phone. I have, oh, wait, and here it is. I found it. Mr. Turley, I have a simple. Oh, maybe this isn't it. Shit. Wrong one. See, I'm batting a thousand tonight. What the hell? I had a clip of, oh, hear it. Is that it? No, no. I had a clip of AOC and Byron Donalds where they had her, uh, they did a split screen as she was talking about the, the fabricated text that he, he submitted into the congressional record. They, you know, he's just like, you know, caught me. Like a, he looked like a little boy who was who was caught doing you know caught cheating cheating on the test. As he even has he even apologized? This, but this is what Republicans do. They how do you not know you're submitting fraudulent fabricated text messages into I mean deliberately manipulated text messages. You're putting them into the congressional record on purpose, and you don't know that they're doctored, that you that they're fake. Oh, and he's like, "Let's talk about facts. Uh, we got evidence here. Here's some evidence. I want to show my colleagues on the other side of the aisle all about evidence. They're asking for evidence. Well, here it is. I made it up. I simply made it up. I pulled it out of my ass. I have Photoshop." My staff has Photoshop, and we put we pulled these messages together. We clipped them and snipped them, and we made it sound all 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 nefarious. Like what? What is even the the charge? What are they even saying? That it's supposed to be Joe Biden? Um, I I I can't follow these people. Uh, Hunter's laptop. Hunter's a drug addict. They keep mocking him for being an active addict, you know, because that's compassionate conservatism. They're always like, oh, Hunter, he's such a great guy. He's like doing drugs. He's do well, he's clean. He got the help he needed. You know, he had a lot of trauma in his life, too. And as Jasmine Crockett said, the only thing Joe Biden is guilty of is loving his son unconditionally uh, Republicans if, if that was Donald Trump Jr. trying to get the help he needs he desperately needs because he's we can all see 
he's struggling with something, some substance misuse disorder. If that were him, what do you think Donald Trump Jr.? I mean, Donald, his his con man daddy would do. You think? Oh, could you imagine him going to visit him on family day in rehab, or joining him and the with the counselor in a group therapy session? He wouldn't give a shit. He would cut his son out of his life so quickly. Because that's malignant narcissism. He's a, he's, a, he's a sociopath. Everyone exists in, in, his, in Donald Trump's world. We all just exist. We're not real. We're not people. His son isn't a person. His son is only an appendage. Like a, like a Rolex watch. But a knockoff. That's it. That's how they view people. That's why Trump had to get trophy wives. He can't have an actual um, partner, you know, that has the freedom to grow old like he does. He can't be seen with some woman who has uh, who got old, who made the mistake of keep waking up next to him. Ugh. He had to get an upgrade. He had to get trophy wife number two and then number three. Jesus Christ. These people are beyond belief. But that's, uh, I, I was looking up, I was looking earlier, did Byron Donalds say anything? I was looking it up. On, uh, I was asking the AI, I was looking on Google, has he said anything about submitting f- fraudulent texts into the congressional record? And so, he was so animated about it, too. He was so, he was so uh, you know, uh, adamant, like, uh, you, you on the other side of the aisle, you're asking for facts, you're asking for evidence? Well, I got some evidence for you right here. Here it comes. Here comes the evidence, right? I made it myself. But what I mean, um, as the impeachment, uh, sham impeachment inquiry is going on, the official RNC or the the official Republican Twitter account tweets, "Hunters, what did what did they tweet?" Hunter Biden's laptop is real. <laughs> okay. So's my laptop. Is it real or or is it not real? Is it a hoax? Maybe it's a hoax. I didn't know. Uh, okay, whatever. So they're saying that I don't even know what the crime is. He traded on his name. When the president, when he wasn't, when Joe Biden wasn't even the president or the vice president, he traded on his name and got a cushy job. So, okay, this is shit that happens. Have you met Ivanka Trump? She was actually a an, uh, an official 
advisor to the con man when he squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. So, but, but let's all get up in arms about nothing. They, they still can't link anything to Joe Biden. And he, but that's the other thing. He's supposed to be this bumbling idiot who he's a bumbling idiot with Alzheimer's, but he's the head of a criminal organization that is making millions on a son who's addicted to crack. (laughs) His crack addict son is going to, is really uh, raking in the dough to his drug, not drug addict, but his, um, Alzheimer'd out dad. It's uh, they're such clowns. They are clowns. Clowns. Yeah, he's yeah. Trump squatted in the White House, Jim, <laughs> or squatted on the White House. Exactly. He squatted like they squatted in the Capitol to defecate when they. I mean, that's what you do when you're a patriot, right? You defecate in the in the seat of power of dem- of democracy of the the citadel of democracy. <laughs> Incredible! All right, well, let me see what time is it. Let's do this before we lose our progressive voices, friends. On because if you listen on progressive voices, you're only hearing. You're not hearing the whole show on Friday. There's a whole other half an hour after you leave. Is it a half hour or maybe more? No, it's a half hour, I think. And it's good. You should come over. You should come to youtube.com slash see for channel slash Tarabuster. You should also become a patron. That will help at patreon.com slash Devlin. I'm going to open up. I swear to God. I'm going to open up the the YouTube. I don't know what it is. You can join on YouTube. I don't know. I got to do so many fucking things. That's why I'm telling you. I can't do it alone. All right. So let's talk about uh, this friggin' Donald Trump Jr. went on Charlie Kirk. See, that's what it also gets on. Uh, so when I get bitter, sometimes I feel bitter. Not really. I don't know. Am I bitter? <laughs> As you can see, I need my shrink. Um, am I bitter? No, I'm not bitter. I'm processing it. I've, I've had a lot of therapy, so I can check in with my feelings. Am I bitter? No. I am... It's not bitterness. It's frustration. That's what it is about the fact that, let's say, a, the likes of a Charlie Kirk, a, a C.J. Pearson, or all these other, yeah, a bunch of horrible people. They all get, they all get big billionaire funding. They get help. They don't have to say, please become a patron. And I'm out here. I can't even get help from, uh, I don't know, Progressive Voices. Somebody better call Progressive Voices for me and say, why aren't you playing 
clips of Tara's show. <laughs> it's pissing me off. I told you guys. I submit clips of this show, and it says the time. You know, it's like a two-minute clip, three-minute clip, and I never hear them on Progressive Voices. I feel like I'm going crazy. And then I, I write them. I'm like, why am I not hearing any of my promos? Well, they're being played. I'm like, well, I listen to Progressive Voices. I have not, not heard a one yet. I haven't heard it. I'm like, are you gaslighting me? It's really getting on my nerves. As you can tell, I'm talking about it. And that's what I'm saying, because it feels like another example of how liberals just don't help each other in this this little world, except for Mike Malloy and Robin Kincaid and Tom Hartman. Those are the for me the those who are you know, help the most or put their money where their mouth is. Others, I'm like, it gets on my nerves. So that's why I'm like, please become a patron, please. Be. I'm like, if somebody could help here, too, why am I talking like this? I don't know. I talk like a New Yorker. The more I get frustrated. I am a New Yorker. All right. Let's talk about, let's, let's pour our frustrations into this. Donald Trump Jr. rants about the New York fraud verdict on on Charlie Kirk, he, who doesn't have to say, please become a patron. All right, come right back. We're going to do this story. It's going to be good. All right, all right. This is Tara Devlin. The not bitter, but yet frustrated about a lot of things. You know, it is frustrating to be me. <laughs> I don't really get it. I'm sure it's frustrating to be you sometimes too. That's why we stick together, we win. So Charlie Kirk is a horrible per giant melon head person, but, you know, I'm not trying to place. I'm not that I'm... uh you know, a rare beauty or anything. I'm not trying to mock his looks. It's just he's got an exceptionally large head. Um, very round. He does remind me of Charlie Brown a little bit. Uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But he is a bad person. I don't, what is it with these white dudes? Why are they so attracted to fascism? I guess... It's well, not all white dudes, of course. Many white dudes are normal people, of course. Thank God there are more normal people. But it just seems, I, I guess it's the weak, a weak mind, an angry mind. I was watch, I watched this documentary. I know I'm getting off track again. This is Terrorbuster, after all, about Anders. What is his name? Anders um, Brevik the right-wing mass murderer who who killed, I think, 70-something people in Norway. And it was really, it was like a window into 
what we're dealing with. I mean, nothing like that has happened yet, and hopefully it never will. But this person who was absolutely and completely radicalized by the Internet found like-minded fascists, morons, hate-mongering, unhinged, violent kooks online and would get together uh, online and how he planned this, this grand gesture that was supposed to supposed to guide people to his his manifesto that was all about hating muslims and it the the right wingers in general they're not you know they don't go that far for the most part the right thankfully but it's there. The seeds are there. They plant these seeds of hate and division and discord and fear. Like, you're under attack. You're being annihilated. You're being replaced. That's, that's the shit that was going through this terrorist's head. You're being replaced. You're being... He was, and all over his, his uh, ridiculous manifesto was all about how in there were calculations in this amount of time uh, the entirety of Europe is going to be overrun with Muslims and they there will be Sharia law everywhere and you know so he killed children to uh, to wake everybody up and they and you know thinking he's the good guy doing it for doing it for love of country unreal though and and it, it reminded me of what we hear all the time we hear this the great replacement theory what is that you're not being replaced democracy is not a zero sum game game you know it's not that if more people become uh registered to vote that means you're being replaced you, you have your vote. They have their vote. And I have news for you right-wingers that just because somebody crosses the border and gets asylum, that doesn't mean they can vote. They don't vote. You got to get, you got to be a citizen to vote. And that takes years and years and years and hoops and years and years and years. I know people that became citizens of this country. My friend Miho came here from Japan. She wanted to be here. Thank God she is here, I gotta tell you. We should, we're lucky to have her. She's a good person who wants to be here to help this country. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what the hell, what, what's wrong with Japan? I would, I would go to Japan. At least I can get health care. And she just laughs. But she said she always wanted to live here. Okay, she's here. She's a good person. But it took years. She just got her green card. But she's been here over a decade. And yeah, it doesn't 
I don't you I don't think you can vote with a green card, right? You need to be a citizen. Let me see. I don't know this. Can you vote with a green card? Uh, let's see. Who can vote? Uh, somebody on the chat probably knows this off the top of their head. Oh, God. Let me, I gotta ask the AI. Can you vote with a... No, you can't, right? No, exactly. You can't. You still can't vote. Incredible. You can vote in local elections in some districts, like for city council. You can't vote in federal or state. You can vote in local municipalities, depending on where you live. Most likely not in right-winger states. Okay, so let's get back to the story. So, of course, we know Trump is a con man. His entire family are grifters. That's the family business. It's not real estate. It's not, you know, well, what? What else are they? They're a bunch of grifters. They are just went from grift to grift. They went from when they couldn't do the legitimate business, they went to branding. You know, what legitimate business people have a multi-level marketing vitamin scam? Is that a, that's not a legitimate, when you're a legitimate billionaire, I know he likes to say he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire up his ass is a billionaire. He, um, he would do anything. He would lick a billionaire's ass to be a billionaire. And you know that's the truth. He debases himself. He's a, he's a disgusting parasite. But anyway, we went over that earlier. <laughs> I had the receipts too. But um, he's, his, his business model is fraud. And finally it's catching up to him. And he might, simp and I hope so. Oh my God. He might lose all of his Trump properties in New York. And that's great. Good. Good. Wait, um, I'm just looking something up. The whole family are are a bunch of grifters. I was thinking about this. What legitimate business woman? You know, <laughs> look at look, here's Ivanka. Is that what you, you do as a legitimate businesswoman? You're a legitimate real estate developer and you want to be taken seriously. So you put yourself in high heel shoes, in a bathing suit, and go to a New York construction site. That certainly isn't uh, sanctioned, a sanctioned safety protocol. I think for any say, uh, construction site, you, sh you should at least have a hard hat on. But that, they're a whole bunch of clowns, like the rest of the clown show. So, 
they're they're it's just branding, right? They're so disgusting. So so Donald Trump Jr. and this is what the right wingers are doing. They're excusing um the fraud by I guess they're repeating it, it's sort of like how they repeat the the lie that Trump won that he was the election was stolen which it wasn't and they're repeating Trump's lie that everything what is exactly worth what he said it's worth they keep saying that Mara Moron is worth billions of dollars no it's not I'm sorry facts are facts and the they are attacking the judge of course they're attacking him on his looks they're saying oh the judge is ugly because that 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 has standing in a court of law apparently No one's more ugly than them, though. You know? Ugly uh, through and through to the bone. So he went on... Donald Trump Jr. went on Charlie Kirk to complain. And let's start there. Joining us now is Donald Trump Jr. Don, thanks for taking the time. You and I were texting last night. This is an outrageous ruling. Letitia James just appoints a judge, not even a jury, who comes in and tries to basically close down all the Trump businesses. Don, take as much time as you need and walk us through it. I've never poor, seen anything poor like this. Poor baby. Yeah, honestly, Charlie, you know. Oh, shit. Do Joining us now is again? Donald Trump Jr. Fuck. You and I were texting last night. This is an outrageous ruling. We have Letitia James just appoints number. a judge, not even a jury, who comes See, in. He's a big and shot. He had to. We're texting. I'm a big shot. I, I have connections. Tries to basically close down all the Trump businesses. Don, take as much time as you need and walk us through it. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, You've honestly, Charlie, you know, I've been in real estate like for a long time. I've never seen anything no, even haven't. like it. I mean, this is sort of like the start of the Bolshevik Revolution. No. Right? We don't just we don't like you, so we're going to confiscate property. We're gonna- we don't like you. See, here's what happened: the judge didn't. There's there's summary judgment because there's no need for a jury. The jury doesn't have to. What? What is it? What are you going to do? You, it's a document case. Everything's in black and white. They don't need a jury for that. The judge. What's the? What's the rebuttal to the fact that you inflated your property when you wanted to get loans and you deflated it when you wanted to pay taxes? That's there's. What's a jury going to do about that? There's an appraiser. Oh, they're saying, oh, the appraiser's crazy. Everyone's out to get them, supposedly. Uh, because according to them, they could simply say whatever they wanted to say. Because if the, the, the property is worth, this is what they're saying, the property is worth whatever somebody wants to pay for it. So if a Saudi billionaire comes in and wants to give you $2 billion for your Roach Motel, that's what it's worth. So they live on Fantasy Island. I'm sorry, that's not how it works. But a so-called real estate magnet in New York City would know that, right? But these people are clowns. They're frauds. You know, real real estate developer who wants to be taken seriously 
doesn't behave like Donald Trump. Now, tell me, or their whole family, like Ivanka, you wouldn't have a picture like that of somebody who wants to be taken seriously with a, in a bathing suit in a construction site with a jackhammer. It's ridiculous. And I'm telling you, show me, show me where, show me the video, show me the articles about how all the real estate developers in New York got together and they were like, wait, 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 we got to get Trump in on this. Notice that when the actual legitimate real estate developers of New York develop real estate, Trump is nowhere to be found. He's, he's a clown. They're not inviting him because he's a joke. He's not, he's not real. He's, uh, he's the con man who got a reality TV show. He played a real estate developer. He played a successful businessman on reality TV. You don't see actual legitimate billionaires, successful businessmen with multi-level marketing vitamin scams. They don't need to do that. They don't need to sell their brand. They don't need to sell their name. They don't need to parlay their bullshit, phony baloney reality TV gig where they had to, they had to make Trump. They they constructed the the boardroom and all the whole the trappings where Trump played this character. Because apparently, when they went to Trump Tower, it was uh, it was a roach motel. It was ramshackle. It's a stupid little family business of grifters, and they're coming up with grifts. They're coming up with nothing that uh, in, innovative. It's like Chinese patents to make knockoff shoes in a in a sweatshop. You know, you're not bringing anything new to the table. You're just trying to capitalize on grifts that other people have already done and they've done them better. And they're played out and you just want to you just want to get a piece of it because you've got nothing going on up there except give me more money. Greed, greed, greed. They're not thinking of things. They're not changing the world in, in any way that's good. They're, they got their hands out. They're grifting people. They're looking for opportunities to screw people over at every turn and especially screw the American people and screw the taxpayers because every tax that they dodge, we have to make up for. We make up for that. Not them because they suck. They're parasites. There's nothing. They're the biggest parasites going. Well, let's keep going. Do these things. We're going to throw numbers and valuations on things based on, you know, what a judge in New York thinks. Judge. Disregarding, by the way, Charlie, disregarding, like, the biggest brokers in, like, Florida and the Palm Beach market. Bullshit. We're not going to take what they say. We're going to put a number on it. So you can take Mar-a-Lago. First of all, that's, of course, we know they're, he's full of shit. He is, he's a filthy liar. And they keep saying that Mar-a-Lago is worth so much. Well, let's You see. overstated the value of it. We think it's worth $18 million. We think it's Mar-a-Lago's worth. Mar-a-Lago is 20 acres. You've been there. It's a pretty spectacular place. Probably one of the finest homes anywhere in the world. And 
there's a lot within half a mile that's 2.2 acres, not on the ocean with nothing on it, just jungle. It's on the market for $150 million, but oh. Mar-a-Lago's worth 18. We're going to go to summer. Okay. Here's, here's the, the numbers. They have appraisers. These are professionals. And he's saying that some other property is worth something. First of all, he, he's a filthy liar. We, it doesn't, just because something is attached. I don't even know if he's, if this property exists that he's referring to, but that's not the point. It's not your property. Here's the, here's the truth. And I, I asked, I looked this up. If Donald Trump bought, uh, what did I write? I said, when this is, I asked the AI, when did Trump buy Mar-a-Lago and for how much? Donald Trump bought Mar-a-Lago in 1985 for $5 million. He initially used the 126-room, 62,500-square-foot uh, mansion as a residence before converting it into the club in 1994. Trump paid millions more to purchase Mar-a-Lago antiques. His family, because that's what he likes to do. He pay, he pays top dollar for everything. He pays retail because he sucks at business. He doesn't know how to negotiate a deal. His family pla uh, maintains private quarters and separate closed-off area. Okay, whatever. Who cares? In 1995, Trump transformed his private residence into the Mar-a-Lago Club, what we know today, where... The initial fee to join is now $200,000. Okay, so to determine, because he hiked the price after he became the so-called president despite receiving fewer votes, to determine the current value of Mar-a-Lago, we need to adjust the original purchase price of $5 million dollars in 1985, adjusted for inflation, according to the Smart Asset Inflation Calculator, the cumulative inflation rate from 1985 to 2023 is 146%. Using this inflation rate, we can calculate that $5 million in 1985 is equivalent to $12 million, wait, $12.34 million in 2023. However, this calculation does not take into account any uh, changes in the real estate market or the value of the property itself. Therefore, the actual value of Mar-a-Lago might be higher, which it was assessed at in the, um, in the ruling. And, and it wasn't the judge doing it. They call in experts. It's not like he's out there doing the appraisal. They have independent appraisers go in and do the appraisals and they do it based on their their expertise don't even tell me that's the end of the progressive voices part of the show so the rest of this is good so i hope you can find us on youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster because we got more there's more here I'm sorry I didn't I should have started it earlier, but remember, come on over. Go to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. Hang out with us. We will win. This is the real independent liberal media. We are on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Check out APS Radio News. 
another independent media. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devil, and I'll see you soon. That snuck up on me, man. Look at good boo-boo behind me. So, all right. The point is, they're whining. They're saying it's worth two billion. It's one point something billion. It's spectacular. It's billions and billions. Why not a trillion? Zil- a zillion. How about a zillion? It's worth a zillion. So according to the 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 whatever the ruling, the summary judgment, then that's the reason they could do that. Is like I said, they uh, you don't need a jury. You don't need the jury to go through what and s- agree to the document. The doc, the the fraud is in the paperwork, and it's right there in black and white. You signed your name to it. Crime family. You lied. It's catching up to you. You are unfit. You're unfit to to be entrusted with a corporation. There's no right under the law. I mean, in general, just from on high, it's not the unalienable right to be a corporation or an LLC and who is engaged in systemic fraud that the, that the fraud that steals from everyone, that steals from the people of New York. Being a corporation is a privilege you don't that you don't get. It's a, it's not a shield to stop you from being accountable for your crimes. But that's what they think because they got away with it for so long. Judgment, Charlie. We don't want a jury to be involved in that because. You know, that that doesn't fulfill the narrative. We're going to disregard expert testimony. We're going to disregard the witness. We're going to bring Don Jr. anything. No one disregarded anything. And he's complaining about bringing Don Jr. in. Well, Eric Trump went in there, too. They all testified. Ivanka. And Eric Trump took the fifth over 500 times. And what does that say? Yeah, we all know how Trump feels about people who take the fifth, right? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Who takes the fifth? No one takes the fifth but the mob. That's what he said. You're not taking the fifth. If you're, if you got nothing to hide. You see, the mob takes the fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Your staff taking the Fifth Amendment, taking the fifth, so they're not prosecuted. Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Horrible. He took the Fifth Amendment. Trump took the Fifth Amendment. They all did. Joining us now is Oops. You and persecute. Oh. 
their political enemies because Trump had the goal of taking on the establishment and actually winning. That's that's right. And and Don, I just want to go through the facts here. And I mean, I've spent a lot of time in Palm Beach, as you all know. I've raised a lot of money in Palm Beach, Don, right? And, you know, it's kind of a running joke that if you get a shed on the island, right, on one of the on one of the streets, you know, jungle, El Brio or whatever, like a little shack. It's a $30 million shot. I mean, that's not an exaggeration, right? I mean, it it, it is, let's just say, uh, there's funny money valuations in Palm Beach. And so this judge says that Mar-a-Lago is worth 18 to 30 million. I guess the the only benefit is that, you know, your father's real estate bill, a tax bill, property tax bill. Not Charlie Kirk. You know, the professionals who are hired by the court. Not, not the right-wing fascists cry crybabies who think they're being picked on when their crimes catch up to them who are who can't seem to make a buck unless they can steal unless they can grift and steal from the american people they just can't seem to make a make a legitimate business that's why they want to d- corrupt government because they've got nothing they know how inadequate they are they need the grift they they because they can't do it legitimately they have nothing in their heads but give me give me give me give me give me more 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 they're just parasites who suck and suck like leeches that are never satisfied so they'll do anything. It's like they are. It's like a crack addict. You know, they 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 make fun of Hunter. At least he got clean. He looked at himself. He got his, you know, he took a fearless and searching moral inventory of himself. When, when, when are these guys going to do that? There's never enough for them. They need more money. And when you're in the grips of addiction like that, like greed, the sickness of greed... You'll do anything. You'll fra- you will you will create fraudulent documents. You'll sign your name. You'll any any way to stiff people. You'll stiff workers. You'll promise them a certain amount to do a job, and they'll think, "Wow, this is great," and they'll do a great job for you because they're hoping to have uh uh to make to be forming a business relationship like there was a there was a carpenter who was hired by the con man by the trump crime family to do work at one of his at the tacky casino that he bankrupted and like many of the other contractors throughout Trump's entire useless, wasted life, he was stiffed when the job was done and he did a great job. Trump's like, nah, I'm not going to pay you what I told you I'd pay you. I'm going to pay you half. Here you go. Go sue me. That's his business model. Because he knows the small businessman doesn't have the time, the money, the resources, the power, because they only kick down on the powerful, you see. I mean, on the powerless, you see. The powerful, they, they'll beg, like Putin. They're like, oh, Putin, can you be my best friend? But that's Trump's business model, fraud. 
Well, he goes on. It gets you know what gets me is that th- he um see if you can hear in his in Donald Trump Jr.'s rantings where he openly admits to committing the crime and frames it like he's a victim is going down big time that's a minimum multi-billion dollar property i mean it's well known this is not private that that ken griffin bought like 400 million dollars of lots right next to mar-a-lago right next to the bath and tennis club for 400 million bucks and mar-a-lago is like triple the size of that i mean how does where does this judge get off he calls himself mr zillow you know you know valuing properties i don't understand no, it, it, that's what i'm saying i mean ignoring larry moens who does all of the large transactions yes i, believe he put right. together I, Griffin lots. I know him that's they, right they just yes ignore yeah, it entirely just because Charlie. that doesn't get you to the narrative that you want again they're right. saying they defrauded the banks well please like name a bank charlie that's been defrauded the deutsche bank got paid back with in full with interest they're you know probably pushing a trillion dollar company uh any one of your listeners who ever got a home loan uh, did you not get an independent appraisal? I, I believe you you did. You paid for it. You think that you have bank to yes. financing hundreds of millions of dollars. They're yeah. not doing the same thing. Of course they are. They're pretending like right. that Deutsche yeah. Bank is some God. sort of you know, babe in the conspiracy. woods or one of the other major banks out there. There's a babe in the woods. They didn't do any diligence on their own, what even though, by the way, Charlie, there's sworn testimony just from words. the executives keep who handled out. the loans. That of course they do their own independent appraisal. Of course they understand that there's disclaimer language written on all of these financial statements, et cetera, et cetera. It never ends, so they're they're cherry-picking it. When I did my testimony, Charlie, in front of uh, the attorney general uh, on this case, they would talk about, say, Trump Doral. It's a golf course. It's a couple hundred acres in Miami. Right near the airport. And it's, it's a beautiful well, property. They have yes. a binder. I want to You've been there. It. Yeah, I mean, they have a binder that's it's four inches greatest. thick of questions they were going to ask me in 12 hours of testimony. And it was, well, our expert says that Doral is only worth X because this is the number of rounds of golf played. And this is how much you sure, charge Don, for rounds of golf. You. And I'm like, okay, so what's your point? Well, it can only be worth that. I would go, well, what, what do you think? I don't know, like 600 acres of developable oh, land is worth yeah, in Miami. Like it's so not- stupid. Except you, except they're the ones who are, you know, going about their lives and you're the one crying and whining about your crimes catching up to you. But you'll you'll hear just a golf course. It could also be (laughs) condos. It could be. And I mean, you just saw they took the binder. Like, okay, next line of questioning. They didn't even understand the basics of how evaluation would work. But the second they were like, oh, God, that guy's shooting holes. Uh, through my thing, what let's put it off to the saying? side and we'll start questioning on some other Just asinine thing. So they're not even trying to work within the realms of reality of, of real estate. And by the way, sure. if this is the precedent, uh, God forbid you own real estate in New York sure. because they're, uh, they could go in there, they could come compens- after you like they came after me. Well, if you are a crook, yeah. If you do what they do, they're coming after you. Maybe it'll take a while, but. Yeah, if they they do it to me, they can do it to you. Good. That's how it works in a nation of laws. All of your real estate, they could shut down your businesses. They could. They could I mean, shut. Yeah, they're they trying can. to say that's the whole thing with when you are licensed by the state, you operate under a set of you operate under an agreement. You have to st- stay within the boundaries of that agreement. You can't use your business to create to be a fraudster.
to make fraud on the people of New York. You can't rob the people of New York. You can't be a, well, you can't be a, a you got to be a legitimate business. Theoretically, if you read the thing, if I own my cabin upstate in an there LLC because that's a corporation. Oh, yeah. That's just voided. So I, I don't know who owns isn't that, so he's, he's, all right, I'm sorry. Let me roll it back a little bit because I interrupted it. I mean, they're trying to say, theoretically, if you read the thing, if I own my cabin upstate in an LLC because that's a corporation, <laughs> I, I that's just voided. So I, I don't know who owns, uh, you know, my, my cabin that's paid for in full and whatever it is, if you're, if you had a lot. So, okay. Oh, it's uh, because that's a corporation. So you used you you created a shell company to shove your cabin upstate into, so you could dodge taxes and avoid taxes as some kind of scam. You know, most people don't create shell companies and put their homes and then go, oh, if yeah, that's a corporation, yeah, that's a corporation. So if it's part of your fraudulent business your fraudulent trump organization oh it's too bad it's on the chopping block too just because you tried to use it you tried to shove it in this llc in uh in a attempt to screw the taxpayers of new york out of out of taxes, out of the money that we need to have a functioning society, you know, to keep the buses, the trains, the things going, the roads that you use, the courts that you use. You know, when you say to people, sue me, that's they got to go to the court. That you, that we all as, as citizens fund when we pay our taxes, which are the price of admission to a civilization. They pick up the garbage, the police force who who uh, protect your ass. Oh, yes, they love the police, but they, and, uh, they always cry about defunding the police. They're defunding the police. Because they don't want to pay. They don't want to pay for the police. They don't want to pay their fair share. They just want to suck all the benefits out of civilization, but they don't want to join. They don't want to pay. Like babies. You don't expect the babies to pay, though. Because they're not capable of it. But we expect somebody who who says he's a great businessman, a real estate developer, it's incredible. Oh, my God. It's in a corporation. Just because you go like this. Yeah. It doesn't mean it goes away. Oh, they're going to come for my house upstate because it's in a corporation with scare and scare quotes. Yeah. Did you make it an, a corporation or... Does doing this nullify the corporation? It's like the same thing. You know, it's a corporation of convenience, I suppose, like how Trump's everything. Like he's he's six foot three, 215 pounds. He, he grew two inches and lost 25 pounds in two months. 
He's like, oh, yes, I'm six foot three, you know. Oh, corporation. I put my house in a corporation. Now, most people, when they buy their homes, if they can afford a home, they don't make a shell company and doesn't get to be nullified when you do scare quotes. Oh, now they're going to take my house because I tried to use it. I tried to shove it into a LLC and dodge taxes. I, so everybody else has to pay taxes. See, everybody else has to pay their property taxes, but not not the corporation, right? They, there's probably some loophole in there or something. You know, there's something that allows him to dodge something, to dodge his fair share. That's what it is. I don't know exactly, but there's no other reason why he would be like, oh, I put it in a, my home that's happened to be in a corporation. Well, why? Why are you putting it in a corporation? Just pay your pay your taxes. Pay your property. To, it's some way of getting out of having to pay his fair share. Everybody else has to pay. Everybody else, don't worry. Uh, why should I pay? My neighbors will pay their taxes, and then the you know the trash is picked up, and when it snows, here comes the the plow, and all that it happens like magic. The magic of being a freaking unapologetic parasite who cries and whines. Oh, so innocent. Okay, but it gets worse. Loan documents. If you had a loan or a mortgage on that apartment, theoretically, you'd automatically be in default of those mortgages. Wait, let's rewind it a little. It's it's just words, of course. Just blah, 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 like the fire hose of lies. Golf course. It could also be <laughs> condos. It could be home. It, and I mean, it, you just saw it. They took the binder like, okay, next line of questioning. They didn't even understand the basics of how evaluation would work. But the second they were like, oh, God, that guy's shooting holes I don't uh, think through my thing. Understand. Let's put it off to the side and we'll start questioning on some. They understand crimes, though. They understand how to hide their, their little money in the different companies and move it around and inflate things and deflate things and stiff people. They, yeah, they know how to not pay their their own way like like everybody like uncle clarence uncle clarence thomas same thing not paying their own way you know they all talk about how men we're men what men should do everybody be a man no man there's a war on men well start with yourself physician heal thyself take care of yourself why do you gotta Play all these games so you don't have to take care of your fair share. Because you're a greedy little bitch, that's why. Other asinine things. So they're not even trying to work within the realms of reality of real oh. estate. And by the way, if this is the precedent, uh, God forbid you own real estate in New York because they're, uh, they could go in there, they could confiscate all of so your real estate, they could shut down your boots. businesses, they could... I mean, they're trying to say, theoretically, if you read the thing, if I own my cabin upstate in an LLC because that's a corporation, <laughs> I, 
I that's just voided. Fantastic. So I, I don't know who owns it's voided. Uh, you know, who my my it? cabin that's paid for in full Me? and whatever it is. If you're if you had loan documents, if you had a loan or a mortgage on that apartment, theoretically you'd automatically be in default of those mortgages because the entity no that it's making the loan uh, no longer or is taking the loan no longer exists. So it's it's continued lawfare. They're trying lawfare. to destroy you. They're not trying to be reasonable. They're trying reason. to destroy no you through any ways possible. And if there's a component of that that doesn't work for their narrative, they're just going to ignore that. And they know that they can have a judge the will not just the do the bidding of Letitia James and the lunacy that you've seen probably a thousand times. Her who campaign are all of these videos nosy this, people? Outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon card. Actually more than they were asking for on his own volition to try to punish Trump. I mean, I've never seen anything like this before in you know 25 never, years of doing ever. real estate. It's, never it's truly nothing. mind-boggling. But, but yeah, they're also saying Trump, your father did the valuations. Don't you have independent assessors? I mean, this is what yeah, I don't like understand. The ones who assessed them realistically and legitimately. Don't you? Yes, you're, that's what he did. He made shit up. That's what they're saying. They're saying he did the assessor. Don't you have independent? Yeah, we do, but we disregard assessors whenever it's convenient. That's what. That's the point. And that's the point. So you gave a valuation, but you each one of the me. people who are on the other side of the transaction are on the record saying. Of course we do our own trade. Like, of course we do our own valuations. Of course we do this. Hey, you, Just when you get a loan, you coming. pay for the appraisal for the bank. So the bank, you know, that's an independent third party appraiser. So they're doing all of these things on their own. They're going through various committees to make sure that everything's right. They don't just say, oh, oh, you said something, you know, the tic tacking, you know, on the floor, that's worth a hundred million dollars. Oh, here's a hundred million. Like they don't do that. These are big boys. Big boys. Uh, you know, and they're doing this under the guise that they're pretending they're not. Be it's, a man. it's truly outstanding. I've, I've never seen anything like it, but if you're a real estate owner in New York, that. based on this, uh, you, you have a lot to worry about, especially since they don't understand the difference between it's like, it's it's enough to give you a goddamn migraine. They're coming for you. If you're a real estate somebody, if you're an actual real estate developer in New York, oh, you should be shaking in your boots. Are they shaking? I don't see them shaking in their boots. Because they're probably not doing what you do. They're laughing in their boots at you. They're laughing their asses off. They're like, finally, these clowns. Get those clowns out of here. And when the Trump name comes off of their tacky tower and all the other places, they put that stinking name. I'm so glad it's coming down all over New York. If from the time the con man squatted in the White House, the people of New York were like, get this ugly Trump name off our building. Why would they even put it on there to begin with? You know, if you're a real estate, you better watch out. Why do you want to put stupid Trump's name on things? I don't get that. He, he like there were these condos on the West Side Highway that had that had Trump's friggin' name on the side. It's all that it was like a lease that Trump it was just his name on why what's wrong with you people let's put this dumb this this grifter's name on our building and then the co-op board 
after the con man. I think it was after, well, it's not just right immediately after he squatted in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, but it was when they started ripping children from the arms of their parents, you know, committing uh, crimes against humanity. Uh, <laughs> then the co-op board on this co-op on the West Side Highway is like, voted to take the names down and it was that's just one of them it happens all over town but there were a few places there's one there's some one of the roach motels on near the un and then there's another one where it's uh near 30 rock in new york city and every time i would ride my bike past there uh you'd you'd, you'd be appalled because it's uh, covered it's like fort knox there are cops of course you know you want to talk because not the these assholes aren't paying for the police of course because they're dodging taxes we are we're paying to protect the 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 ass of this tax cheating draft dodging racist sexual predator con man the serial bankrupt con man with the fake university and the vitamin scam and there's cement blocks outside so nobody can go and drive up with a truck bomb and things and and i would ride my bike there and say all this for a con man what's what's wrong with us really what's wrong with us that's a reflection on us not not the con man but here we're running out of time, so we'll... you know assessment based on taxes and actual valuation. It's pretty scary. Ooh, yeah, and I'm, just I'm to, just to reiterate, They're so this is a frightened. judge that can come in and say that there was an overvalue overvaluation of assets. But also, Don, you you know this that depending on the market, depending on the season, depending on the quarter, depending on the month, depending on the oh day, God. valuations are. Awfully, they fluctuate Not by the hour when it comes to real estate. Oh, yeah. I mean, in real estate, Charlie, it, you know, it's also, you know, sort of beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Like million someone may million. need something or want something. They may overpay drastically for something. For this. You know, there, there are things in the statement of financial condition where we literally sold the assets for significantly, like hundreds of millions of dollars, more than they were, were valued on that statement of financial condition. Then pay taxes on it then pay taxes. You don't get to pay taxes on what you want to pay, what you think. You pay taxes when you sell something. You got to pay taxes on what you sell it for. So pay the tax. That's the problem. And they devalued it uh, when convenient, and they inflated it when convenient. It was based on fantasy. It was based on greed. I don't give you credit for that. Because credit. Well, oh, poor. No one ever credits the poor guy. Something changed in the market. It made it go more. It made it go whatever it may be. This changes. You're right on an hourly basis or based on demand Bullshit. or someone looking. Bullshit. You know, someone's doing a 1031 exchange. They they can save exactly. taxes, so they'll open oh, something now to be able to not have to listen. Listen to this. See, I want to. Uh, all right, let me rewind it a little bit. Someone yes. may need something or want something. They may overpay drastically for something. You know, there there are things in the statement of financial condition where we literally sold the assets for significantly, like hundreds of millions of dollars, more than they were, were valued on that statement of financial condition. They don't give you credit for that 
because something changed in the market. It made it go more, it made it go whatever it may be. This changes, you're right, on an hourly basis or based on demand or someone looking, you know, someone's doing a 1031 exchange. They they can save taxes. Exactly. So they'll overpay for something now to be able to not have to pay tax on it then. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear that? I thought when I was listening to this, I was like, overpay for something now. So to not have to pay taxes on it later on. That doesn't sound legal. So I looked it up. Is it legal to deliberately overpay for real estate to not have to pay taxes on it later on? No. It's not legal to deliberately overpay for real estate to avoid paying, paying taxes on it later on. Overpaying for real estate does not exempt you from paying taxes on it, and it may even result in a larger tax bill when you sell the property later on. Additionally, overpaying for taxes means that you are essentially giving the government an interest-free loan. So you will not get money back when you file your return. Property taxes are calculated based on the value of the property, and they tend to rise over time. If you believe that your property tax bill is incorrect, consider repealing it, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, but the fact is, that's illegal. You don't, you can't over deliberately overpay for something so you can avoid taxes everything is a, a scheme with these people everything is a scam it's incredible and he says it like it's normal but this is because that's just normal for them they're grifters they're con men is it uh, is it legal uh, to it doesn't it didn't sound legal to me oh can i just wink wink pay just give you a little more so i don't have to pay taxes why you fucking not want to pay your taxes bitch you don't you i thought you loved america these people are they're humping flags they're waving flags they're humping flags i mean literally we have the con man Hugging a flag. You know how you hug a flag, bitch? You pay your taxes. Because we're in this together. How do you think this shit runs? How do you think things run? You know, these people, this is why. Yeah, they're all, they're magical thinkers. Everything is, uh, they, they think uh, they have one thought in their minds and it works all the time, no matter what. Do you know the only the only thing they have is yeah tax breaks, throw a tax break at it, deregulation. It's all magical thinking. They 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 feel it, you know. They feel the election was stolen. They feel it. That's Donald Trump's. That's what he said. He had a feeling. He didn't have any evidence. He had a feel. He had a feeling. Like he wants to feel Putin's balls. He had a feeling. Yeah. Sometimes you want a ten ninety nine. You want a ten three five dash two. It all. See, I know what I'm talking about. They don't know nothing. I'm a big, big. I'm a big boy. Oh, and I'm being so picked on because we took on the establishment, which means what? 
Well, you want to slit throats of civil servants. You want to execute the 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 joint chiefs chiefs of staff. You want to take a dump in the Capitol. That's how you took on the establishment, huh? Because no one in the establishment ever defecated in the halls of the Capitol. I can understand that why uh, you think you took on the establishment. You're the deep state. The deep state, that's the, that's democracy they're talking about. The deep state of civil servants who aren't in, in, um, uh, uh, considering, uh, uh, a party, political, you know, politics as, what's his uh, name? What's his face? John Kennedy. He's... Oh, he's uh, all these politics, always thinking of politics. Well, that's your civil servants. They're, they are the machine of democracy. You want to have a functioning democracy, you need a non-political bureaucracy. But that's why Republicans want to destroy the so-called deep state. Oh, we're going to take, we're going to slit throats destroy, uh, tear down the administrative state. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about killing democracy. They don't want to pay taxes. You know, nobody likes paying taxes, but it's a, it's a part of life. It's, and it is patriotic. You pay your taxes. Patriotism isn't a show, but everything for them is a show. For Republicans, is a show. The show of the fake, the, you know, the billionaire. The show of the winner who received fewer votes. The show of never surrender while you're literally surrendering. Everything is a show. You know, to, uh, to, to get the dupes on your side so you can continue to have them pay for everything. You know, they were paying for a lot of things before they even knew it. They, before you, they knew you were on their backs. You know, the Trump, the Trump crime family was on our backs before we knew it. We, they were just part of the, the whole uh, upper 1% who don't, don't pay shit. Like Amel DeMarco said, taxes are for the little guy. Only the little people pay taxes. Har, har, har. But these people are, um, I don't know. It's about time to send them to history's trash pile. I can't wait till that day comes. And it will come. It is coming. I, I wish I had a little bit more time for the show because I had another clip, but in the meantime, I'm looking at the clock. We only have like a minute left. So I'd want to say, I want to say it, so I will say it. Thank you all for hanging out tonight. Guys, I love you. Thank you for your super chats. Jim and River and Mark C., Thank you for your patronage at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Thank you for 
supporting the show, Charlie from APS Radio News and hosting Tara Buster over at APS Radio News along with other independent media voices. We need more of them, that's for sure. Because the corporate media ain't doing us any favors. Remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. Remember, we stick together. We we win. I will see you soon. Where did Boo Boo go? Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Boo Boo. I was going to. I was going to pick him up. All right. Listen, 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 guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. I really enjoyed our time together tonight. Thank you, guys. Tell your friends to hang out with us. I'm, I'm very itchy. My arm is very itchy from the, from the injury. All right, guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm going to go lay down and, I don't know, watch a TV show. What's good on TV? I need to escape. Sometimes That's what I like to do, escape my, my life. <laughs> I guess that's what we all like to do. Lay on, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to relax. I'm going to lay on my bed. I'm going to eat some grapes and tune out. Tune out and pretend I don't live in a world with Republicans or something. That at least they're they're normal. Wouldn't that be nice? Ugh. All right, guys. We will have a show during the week, of course. Remember to tell your friends if you can give the show a good review on iTunes. That really helps too. But also sharing the show with your friends if they're. They want to hang out. You know what I mean? During the show. It's always fun. I love the... I love the interaction in the in the chat room. And I love you. I love you. All right, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. I want to thank you, Jim and Haiku, as always, for doing your... Uh, for being the moderators in the chat room. I know it's not easy. And I cannot do it without you. So thank you. We stick together. We win. I will see you very soon.